Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. I would title this message today In Living Color. In Living Color. And it's so important to understand and act on the things I'm going to be sharing with you from God's Word today. And I often ask the question, I'll ask again, are you ready for this generation? Because, because things have begun to change and they will continue to change very quickly. Everything about our lives, or so much I would say about our lives, is going to change all around us. Today, you'll see, and I pray better understand why. I talk a lot on the program about covenant and prophecy. The Lord's covenants are His promises to His people. Bible prophecy is the way He is determined to fulfill, to keep those promises. And, and the reason most don't see what He's doing, and certainly even those who are disciples of Messiah Jesus, is because they, is because they have not properly, I believe, learned covenant and prophecy. They haven't understood the Lord's covenants and Bible prophecy. Think of the mightiest empire in the world in Exodus, the book of Exodus. It was Egypt, and the children of Israel had been in bondage there, and they had begun to cry out to the Lord. And the Lord answered and began pouring wrath and fury out on Egypt on behalf of His covenant people, Israel. Well, if the Egyptians, they didn't know what was going on. And they were, what, what's happening here? What's going on around here? That's what the world is doing today. And even disciples of Messiah Jesus are saying, what is the Lord doing? It's because we, be, we need to better understand covenant and prophecy. Listen to Exodus chapter 2, verse 24. So God heard their groaning, and God remembered His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I've used the analogy before of a train and a track. The train is the Lord, and the track is His covenants and Bible prophecy, and the train never leaves the track. Bible prophecy, fulfilling the Lord's covenant promises to His people, is what the Lord is doing today, and nobody can stop Him. And we will continue to see His prophetic word shake the world today and change everything in living color. Pray with me. O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, help us to understand these times in our right response to what you're doing in fulfilling your covenant promises through Bible prophecy and help us to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 
Well, I'm going to introduce this teaching at the end of Matthew 23 and then going into Matthew 24. Remember, the Bible did not used to have uh, breaks for verses and chapters. Those were added later, and I'm thankful because they're very helpful. But that's why we're going to start at the end of Matthew 23 and go right into Matthew 24. We're going to put on our covenant and prophecy lenses. Remember, so many modern Christians have learned to look at the Bible through the lenses of denominations, for example, uh, Baptist, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Methodist, and others that emphasize certain things. And we want to now emphasize, because it's right to do so as we read our whole Bible, we want to emphasize covenant and prophecy so we can understand the Lord and His ways even better. Matthew 23 Verses 37 through Matthew 24, verse 2. Messiah Jesus proclaims judgment to Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. So what the Lord does is he pronounces judgment on the heart of day-to-day life for the people of Israel. And Jerusalem and the temple are literally the heart, the lifeblood of the Jewish people. And he says to them, everything is going to change. As he pronounces even judgment on the temple itself, that it will be made desolate. Yet there will be a remnant of Jewish people in Jerusalem that will cry out to the Lord, Baruch haba b'shem Yehovah, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And and how difficult it would have been after this all took place for the centuries of people around the world to believe that there would be Jews in Jerusalem who would cry out to the Lord this way because Israel was left desolate. It was like a barren wasteland for almost 2,000 years. But we can know the Lord will keep his prophetic word. Well, Messiah Jesus warns of the temple destruction. He says, not one stone will be left upon another. And that's exactly what happened some 40 years later after the crucifixion and resurrection and ascension of our Savior Jesus. The Romans came in in 70 AD, destroyed Jerusalem, burned the temple. There's so much gold in the temple that it melted between the tonnage of stones that comprised the temple that the Romans then tore down one stone off the other to get to that gold. The prophetic word of God was fulfilled to a T, and that's exactly what he's going to do in our generation. What do I mean? Just like the Lord told them then, everything is about to change. His word tells us today, everything is about to change now remember the David covenant from 2 Samuel chapter 7? I've taught on that on this program before. The Lord says to King David in 2 Samuel 7, 12, When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. Then let's look at Revelation twenty two sixteen. 16. 
I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I'm the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And so regarding the David covenant, a son of David will come and rule sitting on his throne in Jerusalem and his kingdom will be forever and he will build a new glorious temple for the name of Jehovah. Jehovah. And so that's why the disciples, they ask these questions and the answers to which are leaping off the pages of the Bible into this generation. Matthew 24 verse 3. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? So for these Jewish disciples who understand the David covenant, they're asking him, when will you come sit on the throne of David in the temple in Jerusalem? And and what we're going to see next gives me pause to say this. It's so important for those who scoff when I teach these things, And here is how they scoff. Well, people have been saying this kind of thing, that Jesus is coming and this is the end. They've been saying that for almost 2,000 years. Well, that's because they didn't understand what Messiah Jesus says in this next passage as he continues in Matthew 24. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So our Savior tells us these terrible things are going to happen in every generation, but don't be deceived, the end is not yet. But then he gives three primary sets of unmistakable signs for any honest person seeking the Lord, that when these things converge upon one another like never before in human history, This is the end times generation. And folks, this is our generation. And I'll share that first set of primary signs with you right after we come back. Remember, watch Therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of blessing Israeli believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministries we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, who are getting out the gospel making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have 
through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today. Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to watch therefore and be ready. In Luke 5, we see that Peter needed partners to help bring in a large catch of fish at the hands of Messiah Jesus. Our Savior Jesus then tells his disciples they will be fishers of men. Our Lord is sending me out fishing through our ministry poured out for the nations, our gospel and discipleship ministry under watch therefore. Praying, giving, and going are three ways of gospel partnership. I'm going to be preaching in Burundi and Rwanda in Africa in August and September. These fishing trips will be very expensive, yet it will be worth it to see new saved disciples of Messiah Jesus. What a great way to watch therefore and be ready. Would you prayerfully consider doing the praying and giving? And I will do the going. Together we will be fishers of men. See our Gospel 2020 page for more details at watchtherefore.tv. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Now I'm going to introduce the first set of unmistakable signs identifying and defining this end time generation, the four birth pangs. And this generation is already seeing and will continue to see these things in living color. Remember, birth pangs increase in intensity and frequency. And that's exactly what's happening in the whole earth today. Matthew 24, verses 7 and 8. For a nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The word sorrows there is an Old English way of saying birth pangs. 
birth pangs. And so let's take a look at these. Our Savior is answering the disciples' question with questions with regard to the, the signs of His coming and the end of this age, which will usher in the age of the fulfillment of the David covenant, where Messiah Jesus will come and sit on His throne in His new temple in Jerusalem. So the first one, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. First, know this, that the word nation in biblical Greek there is ethnos, where we get the word ethnic or ethnic group. Yes? And so ethnic group will rise up against ethnic group like never before in human history. And then you have kingdom against kingdom. This is also a Hebraism for global war. There was an ancient saying that went like this, when you see the nations of the world engulfed in a global war, you're hearing the footsteps of the Messiah. It's an ancient Hebraism. And so this is speaking of global war. World Wars one and two, ethnic global violence like never before in human history. And from the Holocaust where six million Jewish people were killed, all the way up to today, the, the ethnic violence, including genocides, has spiked like never before. And listen, I go to Rwanda where 850,000 Tutsis were slaughtered in 100 days. 100 days. And then next door in the Congo, 5.5 million killed in ethnic violence. And, and listen, I don't have time in this program to go th through all of the genocides and the ethnic violence and much of it going on even right now all over the world. Ethnic violence like never before. And then famines. Today there are more hungry people on planet Earth than ever before in human history. Pestilences, diseases, often caused by animals. You know what the most dangerous animal on the planet is? The mosquito. The mosquito, malaria, yellow fever, Zika virus, and other diseases. And then unrelated to mosquitoes, there's so many other diseases ramping up right now. And they've been talking about these superbugs that I don't have time also to go into, like the MRSA virus and, and many others. And, and of course, tuberculosis and HIV, AIDS, and now the coronavirus, a global pandemic, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Just quickly, I, 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 again, these are just snapshots. I don't have time to go into the depths of these things in this program, but there's this phenomenon called the Ring of Fire. It starts in Southeast Asia, goes up the coastline, and then across Europe, uh, across Russia, down the west coast of the Americas, down to South America, and it's shaking the whole earth with earthquakes, volcanoes, and tsunamis. The Ring of Fire, earthquakes in various places. You know, one of the earthquake capitals of the world now is Oklahoma. Wasn't that way when I was coming up. No, earthquakes in various places. Our Savior told us these, these are the beginning of birth pangs. And, and the worst trouble begins then in Matthew 24, verse 9, and then culminates to the worst of the worst trouble in Matthew 24, 27, where our Savior tells us, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Folks, our noses are pushed up against the tribulation right now. It's, it's, we're right at the edge, folks. 
Matthew 24, 21, For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been seen since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. Our Savior warns of the worst of that seven-year tribulation period, beginning at the middle of it and then to the final part of the three and a half years, the second half. Yet there is some good news that we will also see in living color. And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, let me tell you that in future teachings, Lord willing, we'll look carefully at what the Lord has done to bring the Jewish people back to Israel. That's the second set of unmistakable signs, the fig tree generation. Remember, this is all headed toward our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, coming back to Jerusalem to hear Jewish people in Jerusalem crying out to him, Baruch haba b'shem Yehovah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's where this generation is headed, folks, and nothing can stop it. Today, 99.5% of Israel rejects Yeshua as Messiah, yet he will bring these things to pass just as he prophesied. And, and we're going to look at much more that's coming quickly upon this generation. What should our response be today? And this also pertains to the good news that we will also see in living color. Because in Luke chapter 21, after explaining these same birth pangs and the same time of tribulation on the earth, what does Messiah Yeshua command us? Let's begin in Luke 21, verse 28. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. We need to prepare for the rapture today. That's the good news. That's the hope we have that we will also see in living color. Listen to our Savior in the Gospel of John, chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. See, these are troubled times, folks. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places or mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Our Savior has been preparing a place for us for almost 2,000 years. And he promises he's going to come and get us and take us back to that place in what's commonly called the rapture. But don't you know, it's not popular to preach the rapture today, Dove. Dove, how are you going to grow a big ministry this way? The rapture used to be popular, but it isn't now. Dove, you need to do some market research. No, I'm not looking for man's approval. I'm looking for my Savior, Messiah, Yeshua. Hallelujah. I'm looking to make disciples who are ready for him to come when he comes to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. And while many, even in church, are telling you to not prepare for the rapture, instead, we should listen to the one who saved us. We need to watch for the rapture of those born again in Messiah Jesus. And here is how we get ready. King Jesus continues in Luke 21. But take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. 
To take heed to yourself in this context requires discipline that too many disciples of the Lord do not yet have. It means to arrange your day-to-day life with the reality that Messiah could come for us today in the rapture. Take heed to your heart. Where is your heart? If you're lukewarm in your love for Messiah Jesus, in your prayer life, in your love for others, your devotion to the things of the kingdom of God, get right with Him even now, today. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Open the door. Let Him in to do a great work in your heart. Is your heart weighed down with the things, the cares of this life? If so, you're risking not being prepared for the rapture. The goal of my life is to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant from our Savior. The goal of my ministry is to help you hear those same words. And for those who are born again and not ready when he returns, the Bible says they will be ashamed of his coming. And for those unsaved, and that day come unexpectedly, oh, oh, it's going to be hell on earth. That day will be a snare that will catch the world by surprise and usher in the great tribulation. Listen to our Savior continue in Luke 21, verse 36. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Like never before, today is the day to acknowledge, yes, this is the generation that Messiah Jesus is warning about in these passages. And I need to start loving my Savior Jesus and living for my Savior Jesus like never before. He'll help you do that. You just need to get before Him, cry out to Him, and get your heart right with Him, get your life right with Him, right? And, and maybe you're watching and you've never truly been saved. You're not in a position to watch for His coming. And, and, and Because you're not ready, you need to get saved. What do you mean? He came to save us from our sins. He, he lived a sinless life on this earth the first time He came. Then... He gave his life on the cross. They nailed those nails in his hands and feet and his innocent, sinless blood spilled down the cross to pay for every time we've lied, cursed God's name, stolen, lusted, and much more. He died and he was buried and hallelujah. On the third day, our Savior Jesus rose from the grave and he said, if you'll repent of your sins, if you'll change your mind and begin to turn away from your sins and cry out to him to forgive you and save you and commit your life to him and begin to follow him, he'll put his spirit in you. He'll give you a new heart, a new mind, a new life that will enable you to watch for him to come every day and to live your life for him. He'll teach you how to do that. Cry out to him now. Save me, Lord Jesus. I want to do just that. Follow you and put my faith in you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, and if you're doing that, there's information on the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. It's a beautiful brochure for all who are watching more than ever today. Begin to watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs.